Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Come. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. <clears throat> Excuse me, we have Marcus Elliott, Rick Schaefer, and I think um, hopefully on the tie line we've hooked up with Kevin Bohannon. You there, Kevin? I'm here, guys. Okay. Well, Kevin, we got some callers waiting. We 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 are caller driven, and we'll keep talking about Razorback baseball. But yeah. we'll let these callers call in too. So here is uh, Razorback Bob. Hi, Bob. Hey. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Rick and Marcus and Kevin. It is hey, a Bob. good afternoon. Hey, you bet. Marcus hey. first. I want to talk to old Fluddy Duddy over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Uh, Rick, yeah. all I got to say is, pluck him. Pluck him, Rick. <laughs> Kevin, in case you didn't, don't know what we're talking about, yesterday on the show, we were talking about Reggio and what a hot yeah. dog he is. Yeah. And uh, somebody called in and said they, they need to hit him. And everybody, everybody made comments, and they said, they said, Rick probably won't say anything. What do you think? And I said, yeah, I think you ought to plunk him in the ribs. I said, you know, when a guy's staring into your dugout and, uh, you know, he's acting like he's an airplane running around the bases with his wings flapping. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's part of baseball. We had one caller that absolutely chewed me out for that and said that this is part of the game now and everything else. And. I don't well, think so. Play, so I, so I was think, taking care of it within your own team and plunking right, which, a guy. That that yeah. was baseball years ago. Right. So yeah, yeah I although they, they used to throw at your chin, and now you yeah. throw at the ribs. So anyway, they didn't <laughs> plunk him, but they struck him out with the bases loaded. So that's good. Yeah. So thank you, Bob, and he, uh, for and for he saying. Called, and he called and he called Rick a fluddy duddy. <laughs> <laughs> he called me an old fuddy duddy. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Hey, look here, guys. Uh, Rick, let me say this first. I. Have you ever seen bigger grins on on Co- Coach Van Horn than after no. that game last night? You know he and he, that he is meant a, so much yeah. to the state of Arkansas and to him. That was a hard fought series. But yeah. let me let me say this, Rick. Uh, Coach Van Horn, in defeat or victory, he's just flat out a class act. Yes, and yes, right. and, and and you know. Oklahoma State's coach was very uh, uh, complimentary of, yeah. of the Arkansas team and, yes. and, and everything. And I, I really believe that this coach does not appreciate, uh, you know, and, and, and here's what's bad about it, Rick and Marcus. This, this dude, if I'm not mistaken, is a freshman. He's a freshman. And, and let me say again, and, he is and, an uh, extremely Marcus, talented you're, player. You're, you're a football guy. Marcus, you're a football mm-hmm. guy. Uh, if you had somebody on this team, how long do you think it would take Sam Pittman to address this problem? <laughs> oh yeah, no, you know, no questions. Yeah. Guy yeah. calling attention yeah. to and, himself. And I don't yeah. care. You know that uh, people are influenceable, and this yeah. guy, you know, yep. it, I mean, it's just. I mean, you should have heard all the stuff that Bubba Carpenter talked about <laughs> last night on the, yeah. on the radio. And I'm oh, just, yeah. it just makes this victory so much sweeter. That's and, what I said. Uh, I think Bubba would have plunked him too. Oh, <laughs> you just you know you just don't stare down after a home run. You just don't stare down the opposing dugout. I mean that's no. going to come back and bite you, and, and it did. And it did. And, and Rick, you you yeah. mentioned it, but they had to. My cousin said they had to just take the camera off of him at the end of the game. He was he was in the dugout throwing things and throwing a fit, and 
Was he really? You know, what what yeah. goes around comes around. He did. And, and, you know, and so I, all I'm going to say is I appreciate all of the coaches that we have at the University of Arkansas, and I think they have a high standard. And I'm going to say this, Rick, how many guys have you heard, because you're in the loop, how many, how many ex-baseball players, Razorback baseball players, have you heard that has come back and said that, that this coach – not only taught me the game of baseball, but taught me things about life and how to oh, be yeah. a better man. Exactly. And That's what went exactly on last right. night is not teaching that boy nothing, you know. So yeah. uh, you, you just got you got to tip your hat to the coaches at the University of Arkansas. That's all I've got. I'm excited about the football team. I'm excited about mm-hmm. the, the basketball team, and and uh, I just feel I'm I'm gearing up for a national championship. I'm still holding to it, Rick. I said it four years ago, and I think this is our year. And and, and uh, we're going to be disappointed if we fall short of a national championship. But uh, anyway, guys, love your show. Miss Miss Randy, love him too. And well, God be bless back y'all. Tomorrow. Have a great afternoon. He'll be back tomorrow. Okay. okay, Bob. Thanks for calling. All right, that yeah, Arkansas. You know. I don't want to put it this way, but I think Dave Van Horn has a little fuddy-duddy in him, too. If you want to call teaching your team to win with class, and uh, yeah, yeah, and they, they certainly did that. I didn't know the guy threw tantrum after the game. Well, uh, yeah, there were emotions, and he, he threw his glove down, and that's an emotional moment, and players yeah. react differently. Some, were, some people are inward, and some people are outward. He's just one of those players that shows his emotions outward. And, yeah. You know, well, there's a way of doing it. Hey, yeah, if you, yeah. If there's a respectful lips, way to do it. Bat yeah. lips are acceptable. Uh, even running around the bases, not at full speed, that's acceptable these days. But yeah, when you when you're staring into dugouts and when you're yeah, you know, don't show your team, when, don't when show the other team up. When yeah. it's all and it's all about you, you know. So anyway, yeah. okay. Here's the, here's, the, here's the struggle, though, guys. I mean. So for, it's always a balance for a coach because got to be a balance. You want, you want that maximum performance for yes. the player, right? Stay loose. However, and, and that's right. However, so you you got to figure out what's real and what's uh, what's extra that's unnecessary. Show. Yep. The coach has to figure that out. But I think it goes back to recruiting. Was this kid this way when they recruited him? Hmm. And if you recruited him and he, he was doing some of the same things. And before he came to that university, then that's a decision you made. You trade. You yeah. had a trade off there because you knew what you were getting. So the, uh, you really have to balance it at that point. Yeah, and the funny thing is, when he came on his official visit, he he, he showed the, the player, the guy that he is, and that's that's just who Rock is. I remember him from the the showcase uh, tournament scene during the summer and everything. He made his official visit with Hagen Smith, which is. Kind of, is you that know, right? ironic. ironic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, Shania Train once sang a song that don't impress me much, and she was singing about some guy and say, "Who do you think you are, Elvis?" And so as this guy's looking at it like that. I'm thinking, do you think you're Babe Ruth? I mean, you know, it's okay to have ability, but uh, yeah. a lot of people have ability. Okay. Enough of that. Let's go to Ray in Springdale. Hi, Ray. Thanks for calling. Hey, Rick. Long time. Um, I just had an observation last night about Turner. I just thought there was something he did really good. Hagen Smith, you know, early in the year, I watched him quite a bit, and and he really likes to work fast. Yeah. And he and and he can, you know, yes. w- when you do that and you're not on, I mean, you can have two or three boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, it's three and one. And I thought a really good thing that that Turner did last night. I was watching him and. 
his signs, you know, he likes to give his signs kind of fast. But when Hagen was in there, he literally slowed down his hand motion. You are with right. His, with his hands. And, you know, and it just, to me, I'm, I'm sitting there watching it being, a, you know, an ex-pitcher being on the mound. I'm watching that, and I'm actually taking a deep breath with him there, you know, and, and, and <laughs> really, uh, it, it was really it was really good. I don't know if he did it on purpose. I'll bet I don't he know did. if he was just tired. Yeah, to, to control his breathing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he really slowed down, you know, he slowed down his signals, and I truly believe that calmed Hagen down to where he was able to take a deep breath, relax, and, and, and really execute his pitching. I think so, you're exactly right. I just thought right. that was really good. Um, but anyways, just something I observed last night. I thought he, I thought he did a really good job with him. So. Very good point, and I think you're exactly right. Yep. Yep. All right, y'all take care. All right, Ray. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Ray. Let's go to David and Bryant. Hi, David. Thanks for calling. Hey, how's it going, man? Good, thanks. Hey, uh, I think uh, my kudos to, to Hayden Smith. I knew he could do it, and it's just like maybe he'll just carry it on for the rest of the week. My problem with it is uh when were they going to have a, a neutral commentator do a show? Because it was the whole game was all about Oklahoma State. They didn't want to say nothing about good about Arkansas. It was, oh, here it comes, here they come, on the comeback, you know, and all this stuff. Make you know, David, <laughs> I will say this. That last night was the first time I listened to the TV announcers. I, I've been listening to nothing but the radio on these things. And I was thinking, is the play-by-play guy, was he an Oklahoma State cheerleader in college? Because you are exactly right. I, I think I, they had one from each school, honestly. Yeah, but Troy Eklund almost went overboard to show that he wasn't a Razorback. Exactly, uh, be, yeah. Troy's always said, been professional. Yeah, Yeah, but the guys said, well, this, that might be the hit that started. And Troy will explain, yeah, that could be the hit that started. So, yeah. Uh, Thank goodness he did make some comments. Our last caller talked about how Turner slowed Smith down a little bit, and Troy Eklund did make that point. He said Oklahoma State's like a team that you know wants to run fast break all the time, and Arkansas is slowing them down, playing at their pace. Yeah, I thought that was a good point. But my gosh, in the in the uh, seventh inning, it was at the seventh inning. Yeah, when they scored the run to make it five to three, and the next guy hits one, hits a fly ball, a routine fly ball to center field. And off the bat, the guy says, oh, it's, it's almost like he's calling a home run. Yeah. And I'm thinking, good grief, come on. And and he didn't say, you're right, David. The first time he complimented Arkansas was after there were two out in the ninth and it was obvious they were going to win. Yeah. You got it. I, I'm in total agreement. Listen to the radio, and, and hopefully at North Carolina it will be a little bit better. Okay, David, thanks for calling. Okay, Tim and Little Rock, hang on. Gee, Kevin, I hope we get to get your observations here. We'll, we'll, do, that oh, we we'll do that a little <laughs> bit before we take Tim. And we'll be back with Drive Time Sports right after this. When you're on the road, we're the voices inside your head. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Before we go any further, I do want to say this. There's a gentleman named Brent that called yesterday, and he's the one that called me a fuddy-duddy, and that is okay. I want to say if Brent's listening tonight, I know there are a lot of people that think just like he does, that they're, that anything you do is okay. And so uh, I, I believe that there are a lot of people that do think that. And But but eventually, 
it does catch up to you. So uh, I'm certainly correctable, and I, I, I took your call very well and, and appreciate the fact that you did call yesterday. Um, the other thing I was going to say before we take Tim and Little Rock, Kevin, you mentioned that they tried to have one from each side. That is an ESPN2 broadcast. That, is not a lo- that was not a local telecast. Right. The guy, the guy doing the play-by-play would have been great on Cowboy Radio. It, that would have been fine. Yeah, but they don't, put Phil, they don't put Phil Olson on ESPN2 either. So um, maybe they should. <laughs> yeah, maybe they should. But, but I'm telling you that it was it was obnoxious. Yeah. When he and, said, and, "Oh no," on Jalen Battle's home run the other night uh, on Saturday night, I I just turned him off. I had to. Uh, that just that's just too much. Yeah, well, that that's yeah, that's pitiful. And then, yeah. you know, Oklahoma State comes out. Arkansas just got two runs. They're talking about the pitch before um, Arkansas's two-run double in the ninth inning, yeah. and it was a borderline call. But it, right. it could have been called a ball. It was yeah. it was high, and uh, and so it's three and one instead of two and two. But he hit the next pitch, right. so it wouldn't have mattered if it was three and one or two. Oh, that was the big play. And then the third baseman couldn't have got. The, the double went down. Well, he might not have got it anyway. So, yeah. And then his comment, his first comment when Oklahoma State came to the plate, when it's 7-3 to three and obviously Arkansas has grabbed all the momentum, he says, well, Oklahoma State has guys up. that They can still come back and win this game. I'm thinking, yeah, if, again, if you're on Cowboy Radio, that's yeah. an okay thing to say. Yeah. It's just how about – Man, the way Smith finished that eighth inning, this is going to be tough for Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's an uphill battle, especially the way he was dealing. And that's what we talked about last week, Rick, was this team has to show the chemistry that Coach Van Horn and his staff were talking about. And they did. They they had each other's backs. They didn't care who was in front of them. They went out and did their job. When you scored 72 runs – in four yeah. games, yeah, the offense was there. For those of you and, who uh, do yeah. math, that's 18 runs a game yeah. for four games. Yeah, so uh, offense got them there. Pitching and defense won it for them last night. You, right. you you cannot make a better play than what Caden Moss made. That is a major league level play. Yeah. To get to get to that ball one, but to make the throw two with accuracy three, that that's Manny Machado level. Third base right there, and, and Robert Moore. Two plays. He made yeah. two plays like yeah. that. One at first and one at second. Yeah, and then you look at uh, Robert Moore going into uh, yeah. shallow right field, making that throw. Yeah. <laughs> People don't understand how disoriented you can get on a baseball field when you're running full speed and make a turn. He does a full 360 and throws that ball dr- directly to Peyton Stoball. That's practice, yeah. and you know it's it's the special plays. They made special plays last night, and they were a special team this past weekend. And they'll need Guys. to be next weekend because North Carolina yep. is very good. Yes, Marcus. Guys, kind of catch up on some uh, Esther Wrecker live yes. fan feedback. Yeah, hang on, hang on, Tim. We'll get right with you. You go ahead. Let's get some live fan feedback. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so we kind of stay up to date a little bit. Now, this is uh, from Hog Slop. Uh, giving you a hard time, Rick. He says, hey, rib shot, Rick. Rib shot, Rick. How do you think <laughs> North Carolina compares to Oklahoma State? Woo pig. Hogs by 90. I think their offense is not quite as good as Oklahoma State's, although they've hit over 100 home runs. They've right got, at 100, they, yep. I'm not sure they have the depth up and down their lineup, but they've got two or three guys that are as good as, as anybody Oklahoma State's got. They're starting pitching. Their number one and number two starters are both good, but it appears as though when you look at the number of games they've started and what their records are, 
that they don't always get the decisions. Uh, so it, they leave it to their bullpen quite a bit. I think a good defensive team. They are tough at home. I think 33-7 and seven in their ballpark. So it, it'll be another real challenge. And that's what happens when you slump at the end of the year like Arkansas did. That mean you can't go win. Arkansas has gone to Omaha by winning road super regionals before. But North Carolina is a very good team. Yep. Yep, three guys with 18 or more home runs. Yeah. Okay, Marcus, right. what's Hey, next? real quick, one more. Uh, one more we got to, and then we'll get back to our callers. Uh, Mitch in Northwest Arkansas says, ask Rick what Bob Gibson would have done with Riggio. <laughs> <laughs> well, Riggio might have needed back surgery after he was diving, yeah. diving backwards after pitches. <laughs> but here's the thing, and we, we hit that yesterday too. Today, if you really want to plunk somebody, you throw and you hit them in the ribs. Back then, you threw it directly at their chin. Uh, there, there was no, uh, and they called it chin music. There was no fooling around. Uh, it was not, hey, we're going to hit you in the rear end, which some guys will do now, too. It was right at the chin. And Bob Gibson and Don Drysdale were two of the best at that. You didn't dig in on them. Okay, well, let's dig in on Tim and Little Rock. Tim, thanks for calling. Well, back in my day, we used to call it hit him in the ear hole, in the pie hole, or whatever. <laughs> Your piece right there, I do have a little hole by the ear. Come on, guys. Now, Kevin, you know I know you. Yeah. And I've, I'm sure you've heard plenty of things umpiring that you've ever saw on the field. Uh, I mean, these, it's amazing some of these fans are calling in, or these people are saying it in. They're probably saying the guys that, that after that, plum idiot at the baseball field at the umpires. I mean, yeah. I, I would never yeah. say bad things to umpires. where it has to stop if you go back to the early 80s uh major league baseball fans you remember a catcher for the cardinals named tony pena 
And th this is that's where it started. And Pudge Rodriguez did some of it. Those are the two that really come to mind. So, and what Tim's talking about is catchers going down to one knee. And we saw it this past weekend over in Memphis. We were playing against a team, and we would be ready to run on the catcher because he's not in a secondary position to be ready to throw out a base runner. So, there's positives of it. With no runners on, I'm for it because you can steal a low strike at that point. If you got a guy that's willing to give the low ball, and that's what a lot of catching coaches are teaching now, is to where you can get down there, show the umpire more of the plate. So instead of being in a squatted position, you're down on a knee and even lower, that allows the umpire to see the entire plate and not be blocked off from that outside corner. That's reason one a lot of people are doing it, and reason two being you're stealing the low strike. I think there are times for it. I'm a little bit old school, so I'm having to adapt and learn a little bit about it as I coach my guys and I talk to more, more and more people about it. So it's just education. If your guy's very uh, athletic back there and can do it, more power to him. But I, I do not like seeing all the fast balls. I agree with Tim on that. So I think there's times for it, and then there's times you need to go back to the old school part where you can make sure you're, you're killing everything in front of you. You like to see the pass balls if the Razorbacks are at the plate, but uh, right. yeah. but but it is a general thing. You're right. Yeah. Okay, Chris and Little Rock, we're we're at the music. Kevin, you'll get a chance to talk more about the Razorbacks later in the week. And uh, but thank you for bearing with us. It's just a day, and we're getting a lot of calls. Thanks, guys. So that is Kevin Bohannon.